Um, yeah, so thank you for meeting with me again today. I know we got a hard stop at 10.30, so set. So just a quick agenda. We've got some objectives that you guys have that we talked about on our first meeting, uh, clear issues. The physical assessment, we did that. I've got some photos to show you. We, uh, as far as the financial assessment, we talked about a power bills being between $5,200 and $6,200. We don't have a, a, a full financial assessment, but I can talk about that if... Now they're 10000 this month, is that why? Oh, they are. It's not, because of us using more electricity, though. It has nothing to do. If we use less electricity, it's still going to be high. That's the issue with the town. And is that Duke Power or is that on no, Camden? That Camden operates their own power. You're actually power. on Camden. Okay. Yes. I know you mentioned it. They but operate I, their own power, so they subcontract from somebody out of Florida. Buying it out of Florida. For a 20-year plan that obviously nobody looked to see what was in the plan. Fuel surcharges, I think you said. Fuel surcharges. Yeah, <laughs> I so we'll, like to deliver electricity in trucks. There are definitely some efficiencies that we could talk about. Um, and then uh, recommendations. So based on what we're showing you, it, it's still a three-year-old system, so it's not like it's you know 15 years old. We do have a recommendation at, toward the end there, and then if it looks like something that you guys want to talk further, we can co-author the scope of how we can work together and partner together, and then agree on the next steps. And this just wanted to show you this one more time because Link Service is our franchise. That's what sets us apart. That comes with all the processes and procedures. I like to really make sure that's understood because that's we're not comparing apples to apples when we're talking about service and, and the, the PM side of things. This is the financial analysis piece that I normally fill out and I, I can work with you. I know we have a short amount of time, so I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on it right now. But what we'd like to do is just show that like we built that pie chart that we talked about on our first visit. And a lot of times we'll put, it just helps to justify because you're, you're spending the, the money somewhere else through service calls that you're having to call about, get service call after service call you're probably already spending the money somewhere else. So we'll come back to that if it looks like something that we can help you with. So uh, the objectives, what's changed? You know, you talked about you looked into this a year ago and I, and I heard that you were having so much, so many back-to-back -back problems and property damage um, to be so new that you're really looking at this now a little bit differently. Humidity is horrible. I know you mentioned that. Um, trying to get the humidity issues straightened out. I've got some answers for that. Uh, it needs to be cold in memory care. You said at least cool, like it, cool. It, 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 well, not it's, freezing. It's hot and stagnant there, and you got urine. It just makes it ten times worse. Totally. Well, for example, fill this room here. Right. Usually, this room is a lot cooler. But yesterday, it's today, freezing. it's it's to me, it's hot. Here. It's but, very hot. It's, it's so warm. But normally, you come in here at eight o'clock in the morning or eight nine o'clock in the morning. It's 67, 68 degrees now. Here's the strange thing, out there it's cold today. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just it's just a hit and miss type of setup. And I'm sure it's got to do with the way that the ducting is run or the way it's dampered or something. It's yes. just not I, right. I've got your answer on that. So the dining room and halls are constantly getting hot. Kitchen's super Correct. hot. And we saw that. I've got some photos of that. You said break room, is that what you said? The dining rooms. Uh, oh, you said correct. Yeah. I thought you said break room. Oh, no. Did I miss a break room? <laughs> <laughs> there is a break room, but and it's not too bad. You know, oh, you mentioned that nurse experience is a big thing. 
when you're having the nurses go back to the nurses station, they should at least be cool. E- even after they go into someone's room that's 95 degrees because they're controlling the PTAC, they need to go back to the exactly. nursing station and be comfortable. So guest experience when people come to visit, they need to walk through a place and not be hit with the you know, humidity. And then overall comfort. So clarity on what works. I know you mentioned uh, just a quick solution on that. It's a simple answer. What we like to do is buy colored dots you know, like blue dots, yellow dots, like you'd use on a daughter's homework or something, you know, and, and just cut it on and see what cuts on and, and put a little dot on the thermostats and on the returns, small dot, so, so you could tell, okay, this is you yellow. You thermostats control which events. Correct. Yes. You think you know, but it's just... Obviously You not. look up and you see a vent in blue, would you go find the blue controller and say, okay... Exactly. That's a simple solution. Yeah, that, I'm going to run out of darn colors. That we just... <laughs> It takes time to do that. That's just a simple technique that, or little tool that we use. And then no more service calls at, about the service calls. You mentioned that. Um, prepare a proactive or provide a proactive approach to address these unplanned major repairs. Um, uptime and reliability. Minimize admin time and uh, involvement in general. And admin includes you. Well, be a tied up dealing with since this. you and your uh, Mike, right? This guy was with uh, Tony. Yeah. Tony, since you were here that week, the following week, that same air conditioner that leaked through the ceiling right through the memory care hallway did again the following week. I, they called me at two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. I came down here and the pan was mm-hmm. running over and grew up into the ceiling. And yeah, that was a Sunday you were on vacation that week. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, reduce it. The increase in utility and operating costs, you, you just told me it was $10,000 now for utilities. And then just simply, you need a better way. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, what it sounds like. <laughs> yes. This is a snapshot. It's a good visual of the three programs that we recommend or offer. Uh, we'll recommend you know, one of these that makes sense for you guys. But uh, good, better, and best is the easiest way I like to describe it. The best program is where we do the test and inspect and labor to come out and do that. The preventative maintenance and labor is all covered. Components, parts, supplies, trouble calls, uh, repairs, labor, and expenses, all that's covered in the best. When you go down to the better program, we'll still test and inspect. We'll still do the preventative maintenance, but if there's something that needs to be repaired or, or labor, that's we'll bill you for it at our standard rate. Now, this, is this a monthly fee or a six-month fee? Uh, I'm talking about the total cost of that best package. Right. Do you pay monthly is, down by the month? Monthly is typically what people do, but okay. sometimes they pay annually. Sometimes they prepay well, annually. It depends on what the company wants to do. Phoenix is a little different on how they pay things. Sure. Uh, they Sometimes they like to have it each month. Sometimes it's every quarter. It's just... We have different arrangements with it. Okay. That, that's a little bit... That's something that can be worked out with our team. It's not a major deal. And the good option is where we show up once a quarter, we test and inspect, and we let you know, hey, this needs to be cleaned. Uh, we bill you for it. Hey, this needs to be repaired. We bill you for it. It's it's more of a, but we're not doing the preventative maintenance there. So that's an option that's out there, still coming by once a quarter. And all those include filter changes normally. I know you've been doing the filter changes. We can discuss that. I know there's opportunities to work around all, all that. These are some of the photos that we found when we first got here. So this is this is a unit that had standing water in there when we showed up. The blue wire nuts in the bottom were off. 
and the wires were exposed there. That was you down here getting the hallway, right? Yes, sir. And that's when he had just worked on that guy. Right. And that's when he just recharged. Correct. Mm-hmm. So the wire nuts were off, which is obviously a problem, but we d- decided to take care of that right away because we didn't want to leave Wayne with a problem and not sleep at night because knowing <laughs> it could cause major property damage. So we went ahead and took care of that for you guys. Um, there were four wire nuts in there. We only found two where to go. But, um, you know, what's the problem with, with uh, plug drains? It'll cause water to build up. It'll lead to indoor air quality issues, mold proliferation, bacterial growth, odors, property damage coming through the ceiling. I wanted to point this out. You've got a long run here. So if you just clean this out, which it sounds like they were doing, if you just clean that out, there's, it's a long, flat run on these, on these units that need to be addressed. Uh, and they're going down straight into the mulch and then Wayne moved it so that they're they're you know at an angle which helps so you can see the water coming out but we we had to cut. it has to go all the way down I would think it was well those are just the condensation drains running out of buildings for each unit yeah. that's in the ceiling uh, those get clogged also correct correct mm-hmm. correct right. I mean I think it would get backed up if it's running straight to the mulch well it, it's it's not Buried in the mulch, it's barely off the ground. But yeah, it adds. It was definitely touching it, but when we cur- turned it to the side, it helped. Uh, what I'm trying to say is we, we cut the line and glued it back together, but we cut it and, and shot nitrogen through there so it cleaned it out real well. And that's what we, what we would suggest when we come once a quarter to do the PM because those lines, you might clean out this Petra. Right, and I clean those up the yeah, line. I change the filters every other month, but at the same time, it's, it's you can't physically clean out that hole. And it's hard to tell from that point to work without a building. Nobody really could be able to tell where that line runs so, from. So this, oh, this is a question I have, I guess, on an administrative sure. point. Should it have been set up that way? Is that normally how it's set up, like where you have that long of runs where you have? They're normally like, not that flat. Okay, we like that's a, say, we like a we've had, gradual, like gradual. Building, they actually had it up and then it would drain down where sure. it was a slope. It wasn't the only spot that had that flatness like that. It, it, it was a noticeable flat, you know. Um, they should have tried to, to run them out of the building at the shortest possible run. You know, the old, Some of those have could have a 30 to 40 foot travel before it actually falls down the wall to the drain to the outside. So it's just... And it's only a gravity-fed drain, so it's just, it, if it's flat or uphill at all, the water is never going to drain. So, going to stay backed up. So, yeah. if I choose a package with y'all, mm-hmm. can I get all these pictures in the PowerPoint? Because I would like the company to, I think, the company who actually done a lot of our HVAC stuff, it ain't my job to do it, but I would think corporate would want to argue with them about some stuff or at least not use them in the future in my opinion i hear that all the time the original contractor put <laughs> yes the stuff correct in. the yeah, one that they contracted out to do it the original contractors like the gm stuff we call them construction defects oh there's there's and i found multiple well not only with the this is, system but with other systems in the building it's just when we were uh, after we did all that we're about to hook it up we actually noticed that when they did some work on it, that that was very loose and it was just like 
one little thread on there. So we got to thinking that maybe it could have been clogged down the way, but it also could have been just leaking and not right there and going into the pan directly. So either way, we fixed that. We blew out the line. I just wanted you to kind of see what we did there. And that was kind of out of goodwill. That It wasn't part of our, our job or plan, but we couldn't leave you with that. Um, insulation's falling off here. It needs to be fixed because that'll cause drippage on the... And know. that's something that shouldn't be after right. three years, correct? Because, no. I mean, I still have stuff on my stuff at my house. Right, absolutely. Okay. And here again, he was looking at and commenting on how this is so straight and flat. These lines are, are the, the drain lines very straight and flat. There you see it kind of even goes up, you know. It, it, it's just noticeable. It's I think not they a, were attempting to slope it, it looked like. It's not maybe. a major concern, but it is a concern if we don't blow them out once a quarter because even if you clean out that P-trap, it's, it's going to have issues. Uh, there was some dust build up on the fans. I've seen worse, but you know, after three years, that that needs to be cleaned regularly. The so that? that's a motor in the uh, what we call the makeup air so units. These right here. Silver boxes up there that takes yeah. the two fillers. They're they're actually. Is that a fire hazard? So they're not called air handlers. They're called makeup uh, makeup air units. They bring fresh air from the outside, and you've got four of them, okay? These were not on anybody's plan or radar to take care of these besides... Uh, should be six of those. Filter changes. You've got six of them? Yep. Because it takes... When I change the filters, it takes 12 of each. Hmm. And there's two per unit, so there's got to be six of those units okay. somewhere. Well, I can... Is that a fire hazard though, or no, not so really? So it, it's going to cause overheating of the windings. Okay. Yes. And it's going to cause... Uh, and cause other issues with other stuff. Major component failures, uh, increased electrical consumption is, is what okay. our... our you know, and, it's, and it's dust that is pulling in from outside. Right. But on a regular preventative maintenance program where that's clean once a quarter or once a year at a minimum, it, it would it would you be clean. clean. Nope. Okay. So, so I probably had never been cleaned. I would. Think. I I haven't. I know I've changed the filters in a moment. I would think it hadn't. The filters are great. You've been doing your job with the filters, and the, and the coils look great. Really, because yeah. you, you've been you've cleaned the coils. You told me you had, and I yeah. saw your list. Uh, this is outside. I would just urge the lawn guy which he's not going to stop doing what he's doing i don't think but just blowing grass up in there was a concern because that's going to clog it up good luck with that i know yeah it, but that just busted windows you like, know except the things you cannot change <laughs> change the things you can yeah, just on a funny note oh, the yard yeah. company we use a really good company but then we find out they hire uh, inmates that are trying to get out of like i guess they're on the work release program sure. So you don't have to I pay mean, them? Don't get me wrong. They're, they're, nice. they're a bunch of nice guys. I've talked to all of them, and, and uh, the guy that runs the crew, that they're all super nice. But they're cap. just not attentive to detail. This little cap's missing here. That was on the unit on the, on the very side over there. Uh, and so once a quarter, we come out here with paintbrushes and get all that out of there so it just makes it work better. This says 72, and it was 78. This is in the kitchen area. Uh, you mentioned you told me to check out a refrigerant leak issue on that one unit. I think it was six. Uh, we looked it over just from a thirty thousand foot level. We didn't see anything major, but we also did not take the time because we 
Absolutely. There was so much other it, stuff. Right. <laughs> a lot of things we've got. We didn't get to look at everything. But the point is, we know that there's a refrigerant leak, and we think it was number four, uh, caused by an improper system charge. So it could have been not charged correctly in the very beginning. My question on this one, did y'all check to make sure it wasn't on false temperature mode? The thermostat? Yeah. It was hot. It was hot. Okay. I think I told you there's something on the I don't ask me why there's something called a false temperature mode where you can change it by five degrees. Yeah, okay. And that means that it's showing like it's 78, but maybe it's actually like five degrees higher in it, there. It was warm. And then it won't cut the air on. I, I don't even know why it's there. I well, turned the rest of them to zero, but I don't think I messed with that one. I, I, I want to just stress that we know you have a refrigerant leak. You, they pointed out you have a refrigerant leak. If we don't fix that, it's going to cause um, compressor failure, increased energy consumption, decrease in the system capacity, and, and systems to freeze up. So that'll be something that we need to address. Um, we put the dollar up there to make sure it's working correctly. It is, if that's sucking all the cold air out all day long, there's potential there. You know, it, cut it off when they're not cooking. Um, and I gotta believe that that thing it's sucking probably a lot. runs 24 seconds. I know it does. I was about to say, that's like, an issue. I'm, I don't know if they can cut that off when they're not cooking. Like, I don't, I need to check on that. I don't, I don't know. I've never I don't know. I mean, I know you can physically cut it off, but I don't know if we can from a DHEC standpoint. Okay. Really? I'm, I'm trying to think because I had something at my old, I'll look, let me look at the DHEC right now. I mean, because literally they only cook back there, what, six to seven hours a day, in theory. But what are you considering cooking? Like there's probably something right now in the oven yeah. for lunch. Right. It went straight from right. right but, so are you talking the about oven is just producing heat? Well, then that this would be is fine. actually sucking out. So let's table that for just a second. Yeah, I mean, because I'm worried about time because I know we got a hard yeah, stop yeah. In, in 12 minutes. This is the grate uh, in the kitchen that I know it gets constantly dirty, but uh, these yeah, are those get clean uh, every when I change the fillers. I take the shot back, back there and catch it. This is what we call, or what I think is critical zones, uh, the server room. The one below is the barbershop, uh, which I'll get to that in just a second. But you mentioned there were issues with the sump pump, something, sometimes. Well, the one back there in the IT room, that one I've never had any issues okay. with. I, I cleaned the filter, which is just a piece of blue plastic material with, over the tins. Um, and I've never had an issue with the pumping out. The one in the spa room is the one um, that when you turn it on, it leaks profusely out of the bottom of it. So we can I help, can't we, find anybody. We can help you with that. Okay. That's a part of it. I've got that calculated in okay. our equation here. It, 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 it's on our equipment list. It just takes two guys. You got to get up there. You got to take time. You got to take it down. You got to deal with it. Correct. And I know the drain is clean because I have physically. It's right. not something we cannot handle. It's it, only two of those, that, right? That. Correct. It's only two of those, Correct. right? Okay. So th this is just pointing out you've had serious issues with drain pans clogging, and after I left, you said it happened again. Yeah. Memory care. Uh, that was in the memory care area. So for the sake of time, this is a little visual of what we're talking about here. For the best program, $1,500 a month would cover 
anytime a compressor goes out, a motor goes out, any service calls would be included. That covers parts and labor. Parts and labor for the whole year, okay? Um, we would definitely do all the preventative maintenance. You would be able to budget on your financials $1,500 a month for the whole year and won't spend, spend another dime on, <laughs> on here, movable parts. The, 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 to me, the most critical part is, thought, um, is when something happens, how quick of a response are we going to get for somebody to be here to do repair or assessment or whatever it might be? Within two hours. We, no matter what time of the day. The two hours is normally at three in the morning when the guy's got to get dressed. and. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Right. Because a prime example would have been that Sunday at two o'clock, they come and said, hey, we got water leaking through the ceiling. I get here with the same issue, same unit. Pan was leaking. It was dripping out. And when I shut the unit down, man, just massive amount of water poured so, out. So the, the way unit. that works, it sounds like that's important to you guys. The way that works is we have an emergency call after hours line that the service line gets directed right to the technician's phone. Um, and, you know, emergency response is a major part of what we do. Well, Hospitals. Exactly, because this um, is a 24-7 facility. Amazon. You know what I mean? Nephron, all those places are 24-7 response is, all, is key. Okay. It's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um, to be honest with you, um, sure. Wayne is going part-time because he is so fortunate that he can um, <laughs> Semi-retire, he's still, thank God, still gonna work for me like 20 hours a week. Good for you. But the thing that's in our benefit now is I can use the, the other 20 hours of your salary <laughs> to compensate, to say like, hey, look, if Wayne's not gonna be here, I need somebody that can come out here and look at something because I'm not gonna keep going in that Well, habit. these are complicated systems, okay? These, this is where your humidity issues are. This is only pulling fresh air out from outside. And you've got 95 degree air, and what? these are blowing all the time. They are. And so, the only time they get shut down is when I shut them down, we open need, it up to change the filters. So when I close it back up, it, it, it runs constantly. So my suggestion not have been the system they put in. My suggestion is we dial these in correctly. This is the reason why it's so hot when you walk into the memory, memory care and it's so humid is because you're, you're constantly battling fresh air from outside that is hot and humid all the time. They're working too much. Okay. They, they need to be dialed back. That's the solution to the units your humidity problems. So, so the air. system itself is not bad, for say. Is it way the system it, was configured, hooked in, it, set up? We, we, we call it shoring up the system. Before we, before we recommend any parts or any additions or take away things, we got to shore up what you got. And that, that's part of that's dialing this in. Okay. Because we believe, t Tony and I said, Tony's the expert, he said it, I listened, but he said, these are running way too much because that's where all the humidity issues are coming from. Oh, I mean, listen, we know you got to have a certain amount of airflow circulation for nursing homes, but the reason why it's so humid is because the other units can't keep up. Um, so dialing that in is all part of this program. Correct. But we can't do this until we know the PMs are being done correctly at a minimum. That's kind of the baseline. Correct. And, and, and the things that I've done on a uh, monthly basis is basically clean the traps, change the filters. I've cleaned the units outside twice. Um, and, and you can tell it. You're doing you know, a great job. Um, with the ability that I have and the equipment that I have, I've done what, what I've been able to do. That's right. Where I've relied on the other company to 
do everything else. This is I go with the best program yep. in general. I shouldn't have any additional costs in general. What you're kind of telling me, everything we have here is manageable. It's just not being managed in general, right. or obviously we Correct. were doing a sucky job at it, which is probably These accurate. are complex systems that need professionals that are trained. I, but I, nothing else needs to occur to these. It's not like in two months you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I need you to add an extra whole unit no. or something like that. So I can pretty much guarantee the monthly cost, like the $18,000 a year, yeah. is going to be all I spend on HVAC, period. With the, with the also, at the very beginning, when we start off, there's going to be a, we need to go around in every unit, and if they're short on Freon, we've got to fill it up with Freon. The whole and, system needs to be But there might be at a- to 100%, then the $18,000 yeah. is going to kick in, right? Correct. So we can't insure it. Front, we can't insure it until things are short up to get to 100%. Right. So it's just like an insurance policy. you you got pre-existing conditions. we got to fix those first. And, and make sure everything's 100% before they guarantee. Before they I go with the best program. Right. You doing all that to fix it, you're going to give me a better price on that, correct? Right. Versus if I was to go with the good program. We're going to do it right. Just get you to come in to fix it. Now, let me ask you this. So that would be a lot higher. Now, yes. One of the whole compressor units outside takes a dive, and that's got to be completely replaced. Is say that, say that one more time. If a, say one of the whole 510 units outside takes a complete shit, and it's got to be junk. I'm sure that's an additional cost above the 18 grand, or is that included in the 18 grand? You got to come back and replace it for a whole if the compressor head. Okay, first of all, you've got three-year-old piece of equipment, and it should not be. We shouldn't have 15 had years. We've already had 15 years. Some of them that we've been maintaining for a long time are 25, 30 years. Okay, but the compressors go out every six years, eight years is normal. At the rate you're going, you're going to start having compressor failures a lot quicker. If we sign up on the best program and a compressor fails the next week, it's on us. Okay. Well, it, well Motor, we motors have, fail, it's on us. We still have a bad A coil in Unit 6 in the attic right here. It's never been, the other company's been trying to. I think what he's saying is we will have to pay to get all that up to. They're not going to take ownership of it until it, it right, gets right. up to what right. they consider satisfactory, and then from the date they consider satisfactory, and we start the best that program or whatever, you're responsible for it, not me. And that makes sense, right? It does. I mean, well, we can't I don't like it, but something. it makes sense. I understand. If I was on the other end, I would be the same way, but... Well, I'm going to give you a fifty thousand dollars life insurance policy thing. Oh, this lady, is she one hundred percent okay? She got you know some kind of heart issue. You know, they, they, they didn't question you know, that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to move real quickly through these. This is what I had to do to come up with the pricing. I don't just and and because you have other facilities around the whole state, I, I really want to make sure that you understand the way our franchise works. We're not just spitballing numbers. We we get the model numbers, the serial numbers, the best we can to try to figure out what you have and all that's plugged into our system and a price is spit out. Our service manager approves it, makes sure that we're not missing anything, and then we roll on down the road with giving you a price. So the way places work like hospitals where they add on a new building, they just call us up and say, hey, we just added this building in Hopkins, would you add it, add it on? There's not a lot, we don't have to have an hour long meeting to talk about how the pricing works and how we came up with that. We go out, look at the systems, take photos, come back, and, and, and put it all together. Uh, you've got a lot of equipment. All, all these fans and compressors, uh, that adds up. And that would be all covered. And this is just a list of these numbers and inventory that I got from 
the other company saying what they went through and inspected. I do know there's 14 compressor heads outside. Right. So I'm assuming there's... And the filters, you know, I've got a whole long filter schedule. I know exactly what goes in there. Um, this comes back to financial analysis. A lot of times people need this to get approval from places like Phoenix. If you want me to help you with the financial analysis, all I need are a few numbers, like what have you spent over the last three years on average for major repairs. And when we plug that number in, right here for major repairs, it, it makes this 18,000 a year seem a lot better because you're paying for it somewhere else. But I know the actual power bills over the last 12 months, and we show you how you're wasting energy. Mine, like they know I've ditched enough, and I mean, I can go back and I'll send them how much I've spent so far this year, but I've spent, spent an astronomical amount it's be a for stuff that's not fixed. And we still have aggravating. You're still me. hot. Yes. We're hot here today. Exactly. And I'm scared to mess with it because at least I'm only hot. If I mess with it, there's well, a chance that it's going to mess up the, what's going on out there and then all the residents are going to be hot. So this I'll is, just be hot. I've only got a few minutes left. This is what I meant by, this is how we do things. We first shore up the systems. You got systems here that are working, they need to be all working correctly, uh, dialed in. Then we establish a performance baseline at startup. So we say, okay, this is where you are at startup, everything's good, we're at startup. That's where we're trying to get you today. And then assess the findings. So if we see things in the future that need to be fixed, we assess that, we talk about it, we agree on it, and then we execute improvements down the road. But right now, you've got a brand new system. I'm not going to read all this. This is our core values. We're not just your normal mom and pop down the road. Uh, I wanted to show you this because technicians at the bottom, you know, 80, 82 technicians around the state. We, I heard you say last time, or the first time we met, that one out of five are, are knowledgeable. They come out right now and you have issues with just send Johnny or just send Jenny or, or, or whoever. Um, I'll, I'll, we don't have laborers, so we're not, you know, sending out Jose. Okay, go. uh, Everybody's yeah. certified technician. Can you right. send this? Uh, when you say refrigerant, stupid question. Like, do y'all do like coolers and stuff like that? Uh, we will. I know that's not in the contract. We will, but if my we cooler will, goes down. You talking about the refrigerator yes. freezing the kitchen? Sometimes we can handle that if we need to, but that's not normally in our. Okay. I think I can get something situated this. Today, Thursday, no, next week. How would I'll you like talk. for me to proceed? If you will send it to me in an email in general, I'm going to go ahead and talk to Amy today send after the, my call. You want me to just send the agreement and send the agreement with everything in okay. it? Right. Do you have all of this in a, all right, in a, yep. a Thanks. PDF? You could actually email it to her and I both, or at least to her. Uh, this whole scenario she just went through with that. <laughs> yeah, it, I normally. Yes. I, I, sometimes here's, it's too big to send. I know. <laughs> like I said, I've only been here about a year and a half. And what I've noticed in a year and a half is this is a very large company. They own 50 some buildings across the country. Very large buildings, but very large And the crazy part is, to me, they tend to put. The emphasis on where they spend their money in some of the wrong areas. Mm. To me, in a facility like this, where you've got senior residents spending thousands of dollars a month to live here, and 
getting what I call poor quality of comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Um, They're senior citizens. <laughs> yeah, and some of them, you know, you went into a couple of the residents. Some of them, they got their thermostats on their PTEC units at 78, 80, 82 degrees. It's like, I walk in, it like takes my breath away. But there's also some that um, they don't turn them on at all. So there's no air movement at all in the rooms. So they just smell and feel stagnant. So I was like, hey, look, you know, I, I want to change the temp. I said, but at least turn the fan mm -hmm. on the unit. So it's at least circulating some air so you have some movement of air. Because we got some units, depending on the, the place of the, in the building, like over here on the back side over here, where it gets, never gets any sunlight on the building. Really? Through the windows. So those rooms, they just, feel damp and stagnant because it's not really, they don't, you know, or you know, some of the rooms in the residence have a home set like this 24 seven, it's like, so they're never getting any sunlight or it just, but the building doesn't, I, I, I you can tell by just looking around the building, yes, it's a very nice building. Did it spend a lot of money on it? Yes. Beautiful. Was it designed properly? No. Um, some of the systems that they get in here rather be the uh, phone system, mm -hmm. the TV system, the nurse's call system, the AC and heating system. They have all, the, it's got great potential, but it was organized and designed completely wrong. I mean, so, you know, so there's, there's, I'm gonna have to, there's definitely a huge room for improvements. Um, I don't know what it's gonna cost. Because it could be a huge number just to come in and go through the whole complete AC system and get it back up to where it was three years ago when it was all brand new. Well, you know what I'm saying? Because after you, after you guys left here that day, the unit down here at the very end on the far side of the building down here. It's um, got to be done, though. You know what I mean? I know. And, and that's why. But it see, that's the problem Alicia has convincing corporates like, hey, look. This is stuff that should have been repaired by the original contractor way back when, but it wasn't. Now, the stuff's out of warranty. The original contractor, hell, could be out of business, who knows? Right. So now, we're relying on somebody else coming in and fixing the band-aids that was on the lawn three years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's not easy to do. And it's not cheap to do. But at some point in time, they gotta say, okay, I give up. Let's spend the money. Let's get it back to where it needs to be. Just fix it. <laughs> and start from the beginning again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the, uh, that's the, where Alicia fights her battles, trying to get corporate to turn loose with the money. Mm -hmm. Like I said, they just have a really hard time, in my opinion, spending the money where it needs to be. You know what I mean? They'll try to cut corners here and there, but when it comes to something else, oh yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. It's like, well, wait a minute. We asked you three months ago for X amount of money to fix, repair, or replace this, and you told us no. What? And that's more important in the residence, everyday functioning. And what this is? Um, what am I missing? And it's just, I don't know. Like I said, it's just. Um, well, the good news is they listen to her. Well, and I think they respect her. She's moved up the ranks and kind of she's a senior. Yeah, she's not only the executive director here, but she's a senior 
executive director. So now she's guess why she's on another. She's got like eight more buildings that she is now overseeing as well. They still have people there running the place. Sure, she's the lead, but consultant she's the person that goes in once a month and says, "Hey, you know, where are we at with this, this, and this? Oh, well, this, this, this was supposed to be done last month. You know what I mean? Just sure. she's not only running this facility, but she, now she's in charge of helping five, six, eight other units, these buildings to continue to run it smooth. And the, to me, her job here should be a lot easier than what it is because she's dealing with all kinds of service issues and the amount of money that I know that we have spent over the last 19 months in service calls with for heating and cooling is astronomical. Talking 10,000? Five thousand. I'll bet. I'll bet it's way over because each service call it's usually between eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Now that AC coil we know is bad in unit six in the attic. What's that going to cost? And they've been this. The other company's been trying to get us one for months, and they keep to it's you know it's on back order. It's unavailable. But um, you, you know, just, and first of all, I need to. Apologize for just putting four of those um, makeup air units in and not six. I don't know why. Well, there, there's got to be six because I use I use twelve of each filter every time I change them. So there's twelve of those. I have to sixteen with twenty fives. I have to adjust um, them, you know, and and send you the new. And I didn't see any serial numbers or model numbers on those things. There were no on tags. The, boxes, the big ones up, up on top uh, on the, the makeup air units. It just said Cook. You know, it just said they're made by Cook. So I had to just put, you know, we'll get serial number, we'll get model number, but. Um, They've got to be on somewhere. I don't know if you, when you right. drop the door, it's on the inside of the door somewhere. We didn't find it, but uh, I, I looked on that, in that one that we looked at and you said they're all the same, so. They're, they are all, there's, there's. Uh, I'll have to revise that and, and update the equipment inventory for you guys. Yeah, because uh, I think there's. Um, but you know, it, just to compare, just to help you, help me, and help us, at looking over what they did and what they gave you a quote of maintaining, they didn't talk at all about the makeup air units. And that is the major problem with your humidity. Well, yeah, because so, like some going, of those you know, big vents are in the hallways, when you walk on them, you just feel that blast of hot air coming out of that vent. It's like... Ridiculous. It's, right. it's just... And it, is that the way it's supposed to be? I don't know. It needs... It's got to be dialed back. You know, there are dampers on those that can be controlled. Fresh well, air is fresh air, but you, you can't cool the place if you're just blowing it twice so, as much well, yeah. hot it was, air. Just like last week, it was 90-some degrees outside with a heat index of like 105. So you're sucking in, plus, you know, heat rises. The 14 so, units that you have that are supposed to be cooling cannot pull the humidity out of the air fast enough because it's just pouring all day long hot air and it just makes sense so that's what that's what we believe is the first solution is to really and it takes experts that know what they're doing to, to play with those controls and, well, and, and get them done right my other question is is one are those big boxes necessary okay if they are are they too big? Are they sucking in too much air for the amount of, because it's, because in some cases it's one of those big boxes pushing air to one unit or two units. Is that an overkill? I mean, 
That, I mean, yeah, it might be. We talked about at the very beginning about how it felt like there's way too many units for this small building. To me, 14 right. compressor heads, and most of them are five, 10 units. Like, my God, that's a lot of units for this size building. Yeah, it's a big, flat, stretched out building, but hell, there's some three and four story buildings that don't have 14. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, and they're just, to me, and with the, you know, 14 units, you got 14 thermostats. And they're just, some of them are just 15, 20 feet apart, and they've got to be fighting each other. Gotta be. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. And you know, going back to that little circle chart where it says, you know, "Show up to systems." The last one is recommend improvements. You know, that's like the last one. So, if there are too many units, and we could cut cut one out, or you know, cut one of those makeup air units off, to help with the humidity or whatever, that's well, and and. You guys need help. I mean, there's a lot of systems here. It, there's a lot, and like I said, it's and 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 in the uh, the hairspray makeup. Uh, what do you call it? The hair salon. The hair salon, yeah. It could be hairspray. Uh, he, he, they has gotten in there over time, and you know, three years of running or two. Well, have they been in there the whole time? Or you added that? It's always been there. Okay. But they only use it one day a week. One day a week. Okay. And it's only for just a few. She shows up every Wednesday or Thursday, um, and she's in there from maybe nine to noon, nine to two, um, and it's only one day a week. Gotcha. And there's in there for a long time. We didn't have anybody at all, so it's just, gotcha. you know. But but I do know that the, the drain is clear from that unit to outside is clear because I I pulled the cover off. Pull the little styrofoam block off so I can physically see the drain in the unit. And I went outside with a shop vac, sucked it, sucked the unit clean outside. And I physically dumped, took a bottles of water, dumped three of them straight into the hole, and it all. But if I go over here and dump it in like it's dripping off the pan, it immediately. So it's got to be something in the drip pan underneath mm -hmm. the coils. Because if I turn that unit on within two to three minutes of that thing running, it just starts pouring a massive amount of water right directly out of the bottom of it. So yeah. it's never, it's not getting from the pan gotta get in there over to the drain to run out. Because if it does get to the pan, it's going to run out. So one thing, Wayne, that I hate I didn't have enough time to tell her, but I, our model is totally different. Okay, our model is we, once a month when we're doing our profit and loss, you know, for the month, when we look at service calls, it's like, oh, we had five service calls. We don't make money with service calls. Our, we make our money with preventative maintenance programs, cleaning it the right way, and getting it shored up so, so that we don't, don't get service, service calls. calls. Yeah, we had a client call. The service calls that kill you are the ones at night and on the weekends. Well, and that's when they always happen. <laughs> like I said, I was on vacation. Friday at you 6, know, you know. They called me at 1 o'clock, 1.30 on Sunday afternoon. Luckily, I was at home. Luckily, I wasn't in the middle of doing something or whatever. Uh, but they called me and said, hey, you know, we got water leaking through the ceiling getting in memory care. I come in, sure enough. You know, everybody's got their lane when it comes to this, this business. And what I'm finding is the people that I'm up against and, and are, are, that I always walk into a place and, and they say, I, we've got somebody. Well, everybody's got somebody. But the model is different and their lane is different. They make money on 
the major repairs and service calls and replacements. And by signing up with an inexpensive preventative maintenance program to come out, maybe change some filters oh, and yeah. do a little bit, the yeah. minimal, and then celebrate when they get a service call. We are different. We are, we're doing $16 million in service contracts in, in, in our area. $16 million in doing this and maintain 800 buildings. So people like this model because they don't have to, the headaches are gone, well, the stress is gone, they can budget. Exactly. <laughs> and, they and, can go focus on what they do, which is taking care of seniors. Well, and, 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 um, and she hasn't said anything yet, but I've got two major repairs over there in the ceiling that's gotta be done. But I, I'm not touching them until I know that the units are fixed. I don't have to worry about the drain pants leaking. I don't have to worry about them overflowing. I don't have to worry about Because you already fixed it one time, right? Yeah. 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 And now I've got two major repairs over there. I mean, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to do the drywall repair, but I don't want to fix it now. And then next month, that same pan over there overflow and leak, and I got the same problem. I don't want to spend the money twice. Right. So I tried to explain. So I said, look, yeah, I know it looks bad, but until we know that those ECMs over there are 100%, and I don't have to worry about them overflowing, Leaking, running water into the ceiling. If you're you're just throwing money away if we repair that now. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, we got to get over here and get them fixed because that that you don't want you don't want family of those people coming in and seeing. Well, us. they see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're spending. We're, we're, we're paying what? You know. Exactly. Yeah. And trust me, it's it's crazy stupid money these people pay every month to live here, um, and it just. So it, you know, I, I don't know if you know of, or have heard of Rice Estates over in Columbia, but they're a senior living place. We've, we've got that best model for them. Happy to give a referral list to people you know, if you want to call, reference list, they call it, if you need references. Um, Palmetto Health, you know, large places that uptime reliability and equipment longevity is crucial for them. That's, that's, our, that's our sweet spot. Exactly. We, we don't, Take care of residential. We don't take care of you know little. There's not going to be a grandma down the road in a house that gets priority over you. Well, yeah. you know, let me let me get this is our sweet spot. To the, to the Complex place. systems. The people at, at the corporate level. Um, Alicia hired me a, a year ago in June as the facility director. Okay, I got it. No problem. But they thought. And they, and it, and it, I can't believe for the amount of money they pay, I couldn't, can't believe they thought they were getting a certified heating and cooling guy, certified electrician, certified plumber. So when Alicia called and said, "Hey, you know, we're having major AC issues," well, in your facility director, a certified AC guy, can he fix it? No, no, you're not even paying me anywhere close to what a certified AC guy's making. Right. Right. Not even close. Um, and we have to have an electrical inspection every year on all of our outlets. A electrical inspection. Well, okay. Trust I can do anything I need to do electric-wise. But am I certified? No. Right. You, again, you're not paying me enough to be certified. If I was, you couldn't afford me. So the thought process at corporate level is way more than what they are paying for down. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, 
So they're wanting a Ferrari, but they're paying for a Buick. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Um, and, and they couldn't, well, what do you mean he's not certified? Just what he said. Because I talked to the guy, he said, well, well, you're certified at AC. He said, why can't you fix the problem? So, well, first of all, I'm not certified. And even if I was, I'm not going to because you're not paying me enough to be a certified AC guy or a certified electrician. You're not even close in the ballpark with what this job pays. Well, I, I thought we had a certain no. And if you if you if the other facility directors are certified electricians and certified AC guys, and you're paying what you're paying me, that's wrong. So again, yeah. there's, there's, there's <laughs> they have theories and processes and policies, and it's just well sometimes they just they tend to want to spend their money foolishly on certain things and then be really tight about and very fearful about where they spend their money where it needs to be. You know what I mean? I get it. And I think I trust that she can talk to some, you know, well, talk to about this facility because well, it's, it's, it's so bad. I'll be 62 in September. Um, and the middle of the 21st of September, I'm going to go part-time here and work maybe two, three days a week. So awesome. I'm cutting my hours way back um, you know you've been around the block you've seen a lot of facilities like you said and I I think you you see my passion I'm passionate about this stuff well, you, you gotta, I want to get it right well you know? but. let me put it to you this way and I've over the years I've really got uh, to become friends with a lot of good heating cooling guys plumbers electricians because I've dealt with a lot of them. And a lot of times, and I can tell when somebody comes in, they're just trying to feed me a lot of shit to get, a, a, get, get her to sign a piece of paper. Uh, that's not me. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a straight shooter. Don't, don't BS me. Tell me straight up. And, and don't try to BS your way through a, a program just to get a sign because if she signs up on this, three months from now, I, I can't get a hold of nobody or I can't get... Right. I'm not gonna be a happy camper. And uh, that's right. it's just, it's not fair. And there's a lot of companies out there, don't get wrong, there's a lot of companies out there that are great doing what you're doing. But there's also a lot of companies out there that do what you do just to get the sale and then you never, you never hear from them again because, oh, well, I already got my mind. Well, you, yes, you did, but you just made a very bad right. business decision because I learned a long Word time in retail. A piss off customer tells a whole lot more people than a satisfied customer. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's, right. that's that still holds true today. And I was told that 40 years ago by <laughs> a business owner that I, that I took a job with when I was 18. He says, trust me, he says, yes. And, and the that's theory is the customer's always right. But that, you know that that's not always true. Well, this goes back to been in business since 1976 and a franchise owner since 1989 of Link, we couldn't do it that long well, and, and, and stay in our, you know what I mean? It, this is not. Well, you know, and, it, and you see it all world. the time, I'm sure. Yeah. There's a lot of companies out there that's been around a long time where the, the, the father or grandfather started this business and grew, you know, grew the company from nothing to this major company. They turned over to somebody else, rather be their kids or somebody else. And it just doesn't total nose dive because they don't have the passion 
that this guy had to get it here. Now this guy thinks he has the passion, but he doesn't. It doesn't nosedive in two or three years. And unfortunately, the company I left in Ohio was exactly that. The father started it in 1982, built to a multi-million dollar company for over that period of time. A year and a half ago, he turned it over to his son, and now it's going this direction. Mm -hmm. And that was the reason I left there a year ago. Wow. But, well, so if you'll let Alicia know, I'm, my plan is to go back today and try to email it. If it's too big to email, well, I'll, I'll put it in a folder and exactly. And, and that's what the last guy did. You just put a little three ring binder for her. Too, so too she, many photos. So she had everything uh, where she could physically. Because uh, I think her plan is is to take that same email, send it on to corporate, and say, "Hey, look, here's the issues we're having. Here's what's going to take to get the unit back up to where it needs to be." Yep. And now let's start with a clean slate. And that's, to me, that's the only way we're going to get there. Sir. Well, All right, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for your time. Good and, to see uh, you. Congratulations on your retirement. That's, well, that's, uh, that's good stuff. We'll make it work. What do you say, buddy? Is he going to be the one, of, one of the ones that will possibly going to be coming to us? Or? Tony? Tony? I, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't mention this because we didn't have much time, but, you know, we always give each facility a primary and a secondary. So every time there's an issue, or every time preventative maintenance, you get, you get the primary. And then if you saw vacation guy. or something, well, you get the secondary. You, you don't well, have to educate a guy every time. You, you know what I'm saying? Thankfully, that's a the big company deal. we've got now, Steel, there's been two guys coming, Kyle or Mike. And they both seem to know their stuff. Um, but that's what's nice about it. Um, I get the same guy because that way they know my expectations <laughs> and I know their quality of talent and their level of expertise. There's history there. You know what's happened. You know. Exactly. And, and usually, and I've got both of those guys' cell phones. It's like, look, if I got a question, hey, right. Kyle, man, I got an issue. Yeah. Is there something I can do physically to help you or do you need to show up? Sure. And usually right. they got to show up, but it just... I just wanted to let you know that. But Appreciate it, sir. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. We'll be in touch.